Hey, it's Dan. Uh, there's a bit of an issue with my noise gate, so it everyone's gonna be like a little bit cut off in their audio in this. Uh, my humblest apologies. I will see to it that this doesn't happen again. Thanks. Bye. Hello and welcome to the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. I'm one of your students, Devin Wren. I'm the other student, Morg. And I'm Dan. And this week we are talking about a mainline Sonic game. We are talking about the OG 3D Sonic game. We are talking about Sonic Adventure. A lot of people, I imagine, are more familiar with Sonic Adventure DX, which came out for the GameCube, a and console that... Yeah? It also came out for, like, the PS1? Or, it came for the PS2 and the PC, I think. Maybe that's... Yeah, yeah. that's... What it yeah. I assume most people are familiar with the GameCube version. That's probably the most popular of the three. Gotcha. But, uh, this one... Uh, yeah. This game came out 1998 in Japan, 1999 on the Dreamcast, and 2004 on the uh, GameCube and whatnot on the updated version, SADX. Uh, Sonic Adventure DX, Director's Cut, I should mention it, is known for having quite a few changes. Uh, it added, like, emblems, which were in Sonic Adventure 2. You collect certain numbers, you get, like, Game Gear games you can play. Uh, you can unlock... Uh, they added, like, crossplay for the Chow Gardens with SA2 Battle. But it's probably most known for its, like, reduced graphical quality. Uh... They changed a lot of the textures and not for the better. That's yeah. really interesting, because I did see that in the YouTube thing. Um, yeah. People being like, this one looks better than the DX one. The DX version uh, made it a lot a lot shinier. and mm. It did not look as good. Um, also, there... A thing about the po future ports of this, uh, years later, this got ported to the 360 using the GameCube version. Or, sorry, they were using the PC version, which was a port of the GameCube version, 
Mm. And then, uh, then after that, uh, basically any port of that is a port of the 360 version. So the PC version you get on like Steam and whatnot is like four layers removed from the original version. <laughs> Cause of this, yeah. <laughs> Cause of this, they have there have been been fan efforts to like bring it back to the original graphical quality while retaining some of the more interesting upgrades, like the Sonic, the Game Gear games and stuff. Uh, though the version where the playthrough we've used for reference is the Dreamcast version. Looks pretty good for something made in 98. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was kind of a big deal when it came out because the Dreamcast was the first 6th generation console. Uh, before like, it came out, like, a year or two before, like, the PS2, the GameCube, and the uh, ex- original Xbox. Actually, I think three years. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess this was made after this. Like, Mario 64 and stuff like that. Yeah, this is, like, post-Mario 64, uh, pre, like, I'll just say Luigi's Mansion. (laughs) So, a bit about uh, the development of this. Uh, After Sonic and Knuckles came out for the Genesis, uh, Sega, both Sonic as a series and Sega as as a console, on on the console market, sort of went to a slump. Like, the Saturn was not doing well. Uh, it did okay in Japan, but elsewhere it was doing pretty shit. Uh, there weren't really any Sonic games coming out other than, like, side games, like Knuckles Chaotix, uh, Sonic 3D Flicky's Island, uh, Sonic R, and so on. There was an in-development 3D Sonic game for the Saturn called Sonic Extreme. But this never really saw the light of day, although it would lead to like the development of Sonic Adventure, just because they were using that to work with how do we make Sonic in a 3D space. Uh, Takashi Azuka, senior game designer for Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles, had an idea of a quote Sonic RPG for. Their next big game. They decided let's not commit to the RPG, but let's still give it more of a story than our past game. So they definitely something. Work. Yeah, <laughs> the initial the initial work was for like the Sega Saturn, but then they started working on the Dreamcast, so they decided to keep working on it for the Dreamcast. And it would, in fact, become a launch title for the Dreamcast. Uh, some other things to note. Uh, in order to, like, get references for the sort of, like, sort of, like, uh, South American, 
uh, Central American aesthetics they wanted to include. They sent uh, a bunch of the core development team on a trip through first uh, the Yucatan Peninsula and then uh, to Peru to just like study ruins and get potential like reference material. Uh, hmm. There were a lot. There were a lot of photos taken. They went to like some of the places they went to included like Machu Picchu, uh, Chichen Itza. I think I pronounced that. Uh, um, also, thank you to Sonic Retro for providing all of this information. They went to uh, Tulum, uh, Tikal, Oaxaca, uh, the Nazca Line, Cusco, and Pachacamac. Sick. Yeah. Uh, two of these... I'd like to yeah. get to go on vacation for my job. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't... I guess, kind of, yeah. I mean, there were some difficult parts. They had to deal with spiders and snakes. And uh, one of them passed out from altitude sickness at one point. Uh, But yeah, it uh, played a big role in the game's development. Uh, Two of the locations I listed are have characters named after them. Oh. Uh, Tikal and Pachacama. I knew Tikal. I don't remember Tikal. Huh. I mean, Pachacama is like definitely one of the less easily remembered parts. And I don't think they ever like say his name in the cutscene. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like the only time you actually learn his name is from like an NPC in a section that you can only visit very briefly. Uh, eventually they came back to Japan ready to work on the game. Uh, see, Naoto Oshima and, uh, Yuji Uikawa began work on up- upgrade- upgraded designs for all the main characters. Uh, starting with Sonic, of course, and then moving on to Tails and Knuckles. Uh, Dr. Eggman and Amy Rose, uh, getting huge redesigns. What, uh, was Amy in something before this? Yes, Amy was in Sonic CD, and I believe, and I believe appears in a bunch of side games too. Uh, her CD appearance is very different. Uh, they also decided they wanted to add some new characters with new gameplay styles uh, to attract the attention of. People who would be less interested in the Sonic title, including E102 Gamma, who has like shooting levels, and Big the Cat, the oft remembered, widely beloved fishing cat. <laughs> uh, it was a character that would go at their own pace. They also decided to use the A Life technology from Nights into Dreams to retool it into a pet simulator. Which is the well-remembered, well-beloved Chow Garden. Everyone loves 
Chow guard. Yeah. Everyone loves a chow. They're very good. Yeah, it came out in Japan in 1998. And in the Western world, it came out as a launch title for the Dreamcast on September 9th, 1999, or 9999. There's kind of like, there's like a whole push about how like, it would be on this like, distinct date. I think that's like the core of the background information for this game. Uh, as far as the gameplay goes, like each character has their own gameplay style. Uh, their love levels like functioning differently than the others. I'll go over this with each character as we get to them. But for now, let's start with the opening and Sonic Story. The open this sort of like intro cutscene to the game shows this busy city that is immediately destroyed by what appears to be a typhoon of apocalyptic proportions. And then, coming out of one of the buildings, is a water kaiju. Big water dragon, just like, coming out the side just of a building. Just big old, yeah. Just big old boy. Yeah. And then it starts playing some, some PS2 uh, demo disc music, which transitions into Open Your Heart, the big Crush 40 title of this game. Uh, and it shows off all the different characters. I fucking love this opening. But rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it rules. After the player has witnessed this, they can begin their game with Sonic's story. We open with Sonic running from rooftop to rooftop in a city. He says his first official voiced lines in a video game, Ooh. not counting like Easter eggs or minor stuff, which is, oh yeah, this is happening. The happening is referring to him being able to talk now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can uh, talk now. He says, what's up, everybody? I got a voice. You have a voice that everyone's going to make fun of. <laughs> yeah. He sees some cops cars rushing somewhere. And he thinks, oh shit, I should see what's going on. That sounds fun. Sonic commits vigilante justice. He really does. Like, in many senses, Sonic is basically a superhero. Sonic, Batman. Sonic is Batman. They, he shows up at, like, Town Hall, where, in the middle of Town Hall, this mysterious water entity, uh, is just standing there. He is simply standing there, and the cops are freaking out. He's standing there, menacingly! I'm, I'm very happy that, uh, Sonic 98, for the Dreamcast, fully understood what police are about, which is if you're just standing there, they will shoot at you. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully for this water creature, uh, bullets just bounce off as effortlessly. Can't really shoot water. 
Yeah, it's yeah. kind of difficult to shoot like you know, liquid. There's this whole bit where they, the cops like shoot at them. The bullets bounce off, and they freak out and retreat. I should note all of this voice acting is uh, uh-huh. it's of the era. It's extremely good. <laughs> is it's what you're wonderful. saying. Wonderful. There's a part. There's just a lot of like funny lines, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> when Tails is yeah. about to crash, ah, it's like ah, yeah. <laughs> I love that bit so much. Uh, Sonic decides to intervene and fights this entity known as Chaos Zero. Uh, Chaos is a recurring boss in this game, appearing in various forms for reasons we will get into very soon. Slow. And this base. And this, he's basically a slime. So, basically the fight is, Chaos attacks you with its big stretchy water goo arm. Uh, You dodge it. Oh, you do a homing attack into Chaos's head. I should mention this about Sonic. Uh, A new feature that has been added for Sonic is the homing attack. It's, simply put, you jump. You press the jump button again, and you home in on an enemy and attack them. Sonic's levels are sort of basically like, you know, platformer levels. You go through a thing, you experience some set pieces, and you get to the end of the level. Sonic wins and says, hey, I'll play with you some other time! And (laughs) Chaos escapes down a drain. And Dr. Robotnik is on a rooftop, saying, That's chaos, you fool! The god of destruction! Those are his moves, you bitch. (laughs) Yeah. So, Sonic ignores this, and the next day, he's chilling at a hotel pool, just catching some rays. Showing out with his crew in the school. Yeah, finding trouble, never looking too hard. But, yep, he sees Tails, who's flying a plane that's going out of control, and his natural response is to say, Tails, watch out! You're gonna crash! Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I hate that. He says, ah, just like that. He says, I hate that. I hate when you crash. Ah! He's like, ah! (laughs) Yeah. Like me when I press just the A key on my keyboard once. Ah. Just ah. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Um. So, Sonic goes off to rescue Tails. Uh. And. I could talk about. You know, I'll talk about the first level. Uh. This first level is Emerald Coast. It's a sunny beach with blue sky and beautiful. There's nice music. Uh, set. Uh, there's a set piece where Sonic is running along a bridge and gets chased by a killer whale. <laughs> uh, and the uh, video we used. Uh, 
just picked up a playthrough with no commentary. And unfortunately, in the second half of this level, there is an audio glitch where it just keeps playing the the invincibility theme, but cutting itself off and restarting. Yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't ride it. That's... I think that's in another game. That's Sonic 06. Well, why did I... <laughs> I think you're right. To be uh, fair, to be fair to this in Sonic 06, Sonic 06 is trying so hard to be this game. It is. Oh, extremely. I was like trying that. really, really hard. I was like this when I saw the opening cutscene. I was like, "Damn, this is Sonic 06." Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Is this Sonic 06?" <laughs> Except yeah. like older. <laughs> Sonic 06 really wants to be this game and just. It looks about yeah. like as good as Sonic 06. <laughs> But maybe, Which is not good but for Sonic 06. Eight years earlier. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh... That game's yeah. too easy to make fun of. Yeah, we'll get to it one day. And <laughs> one boy, day that'll be a day. Uh, Sonic rescues Tails, and they head back to the hotel. Uh... Sonic asks, is like, way too good of a pilot to be doing that. Uh, what's the deal? And Tails explains that he was testing a prototype, a prototype plane that's powered by a Chaos Emerald. Supercharged! Yeah, he says it has unlimited energy, and I'm like, why are you just using it for a plane, then? I love how he just kind of whips out a Chaos <laughs> Emerald like it's no big deal. He's just kind of like, oh, I found yeah. this. It's a Chaos Emerald. You know, those super cool things that we use? Yeah. Don't they, like... I guess only in some things, but, like, don't they, like, make you a little crazy sometimes? Uh, they do in the UK, Sonic, but this... Okay. It's it's normal here in, uh, in a modern world lore. It's no, just a I'm really think- cool battery. No, you know what I'm thinking yeah. of? I'm thinking of, um, Sonic X because it makes like things around it come to life. Oh right, uh, yeah. huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah. So they decide they're gonna go to the Mystic Ruin by train, and I guess I can use this moment to talk about uh, the the adventure fields. So. This game has three sort of hub worlds called Adventure Fields. And this is the first of the three. Uh, Station Square. City. With humans? Yeah. Actually, I should mention a thing about the human people in this world. So, this is a weird semi-retroactive lore decision. But officially... There are, in modern Sonic, there are two worlds. There's the human world, and there's the anthro world. Uh, this game takes place in the human world, and games that don't have humans in them take place in the anthro world. Does it uh, ever explain why it takes place in the human world? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> they don't explain why, they don't explain how they get there or how they get back, which they seem to do relatively easily, too. Huh. Uh, 
But yeah, I think that's basically if basically if humans are there, it's in one world. If there aren't any humans, it's the other. Whack. But there can yeah. be answers in both. Yeah. And one human, at least. Dr. Eggman. True. Uh, if he's human. Yeah, that really implies that he's not human. He's... I, I guess he's technically human because we do meet his grandpa in Sonic Adventure 2 from the human world. Fair enough. They head to the Mystic Ruins where Tails' workshop is. I don't remember why, but... On their way there, they run into Robotnik again. He wants to take over the world, and he wants all the Chaos Emeralds to do it. Sonic fights him. Uh, and we get our second boss of the game, the Egg Hornet. Uh, it's the Eggomatic with these, like, big drill and missile attachments. Uh, it shoots missiles at you. Sometimes it drills into the ground. Eggman says, all system, full power, and uh, get a load of this. And fight it by whenever it drills into the ground, you do a homing attack. That's basically it. It's pretty, it goes by pretty quickly. There's a bunch of splat noises while the Eggomatic crashes, and Eggman uses a claw to snatch the Chaos Emerald away from Tails. Uh, and Dr. Eggman summons Chaos. Oh, also during like the whole exchange, we explain the Eggman slash Robotnik situation. So, officially, his real name is Dr. Ivo Robotnik, uh, the greatest scientific genius in the world. Uh, however, his his nickname that Sonic gives him to make fun of him is Eggman. Uh, that's about it. Congrats, you are now Eggman because I want to be rude. I feel like... I feel like this is like Jokerification if... of Sonic. If everyone just called... This is like if everyone called uh, uh, Richard Dawkins Dick Dorkin. <laughs> they should. Yeah. It's the thing. Yeah. It's not too late to start. And also, if eventually Dick Dorkins started calling himself Dick Dorkins. <laughs> Does he call himself Eggman? Uh, over time, it seems to just, just be his changes. name. Yeah. So, Eggman feeds a Chaos Emerald to Chaos, and it grows stronger. And he says it's just as the Stone Tablets predict. He's going to uh, feed Chaos all seven emeralds and make it a completely unstoppable servant for him. He's going to destroy Station Square and on top of it build Robotnik Land, the ultimate city. Robotropolis, come on. Come on, man. But he has yeah. time to rename it. Is this... Does Sonic fight... Uh... Or is that later? That's later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think they yeah, just, just leave short. right now. Uh, yeah. Because uh, I want to talk about the chaos fight. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Sonic is... Sonic and Tails decide they need to collect all the emeralds before Robotnik does so they can stop him. So, they do that. And I guess I can talk about the next adventure field, which is the Mystic Ruin. It's a bunch of wilderness divided into, like, three different sections. There's the area where the train station is. There's, like, this big jungle maze. Uh, and the third section doesn't unlock until later, but is a... is the floating... Knuckles Floating Island, which has crashed into the ground. Oh. You know what? I'm thinking about it, and I'm not sure if we've ever even brought up the Floating Island before. I feel like we may have... Or may, I don't know. I, I, may... I don't think Knuckles has come up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We've only talked about Boom Knuckles, who is just him. He doesn't have... Yeah. I... And then, like, Knuckles... Who's just himbo. OVA with the Yeah. Yeah. Where every island is a floating island. Uh, this may be our first instance of Boom Knuckles? Y- yeah, I think so. Uh, they get to the next stage by finding a crystal key and putting it on a pedestal. Which sets off some, like, magical wind to send them flying to the next stage, which is Windy Valley. A lot of escape. Yeah. Free mode of trend. Yeah, Windy Valley is, like, a bunch of floating islands with windmills everywhere. It's... it's... Uh, the big set piece is, like... At one point, you get sucked up by a tornado. There's, like, a section that's in the tornado, and you're, like, going through it. And then the third section is just, like, a bunch of, like, more floating stuff. Uh, I... I don't know how to describe it other than what it is. Maybe it's, like, some sort of... Some ancient, uh, wind farm. That's what I'm imagining now. They get a Chaos Emerald. They go back to Station Square. Uh, this is where I talk about some of the other aspects of Station Square that I completely overlooked. So, Station Square is also, like, divided into three sections. There's the sort of, like, main street area where there's the train station, there's the hotel entrance. There's, like, a sort of shopping district, which... Features like Town Hall, it's got some, there's an entrance to sewers, and the most important thing in this section is there is a, there is a Burger Man statue, or a statue outside a burger shop, and it looks like an NPC, but when you interact with it, you just pick it up. It's great. It's a good gag. Oh, it's also based on, like, the Colonel's Curse. L- listen to, uh, Tamarocho Radio if you want to understand. I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> I-, I mean, it's based on how... It's based on how KFC just has, like, 
Colonel Sanders statues outside it. Oh! <laughs> Alright. There's also, like, a lot of NPCs in this in this whole area that have, like, storylines that develop. Like, for instance, there's, like, this... These, like, pining would-be lovers that are too afraid to talk to each other. Uh, there's a mom with a gambling problem. Uh, oh. I'm having trouble remembering all the Yeah. Uh, and also there is, like, another section where there's a casino. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. This next section of the game, Sonic goes into the sewer and finds a pair of shoes. Uh, and this is, like, introducing the upgrade system. Every character has, like, at least two upgrades. That At least one of which is mandatory and one of which is optional. Uh, they're, they're cool. They... They change the appearance of the character for the rest of the game. Uh, they provide some sort of upgrade. That's about it. Uh, we also meet... We get the first proper appearance of the mysterious tutorial orb. Throughout the game, there's this mysterious orb that floats around. And gives, like, tutorial tips. This time, telling Sonic how to use the shoes to create a lightspeed dash. Uh, perform a lightspeed dash. Ready. Go. Uh, the tutorial orb is important for reasons we'll get to at some point. But Sonic now able to do the lightspeed dash, which lets him charge up a dash that you can use to follow a trail of rings. Uh, he goes to, he goes to the casino, which has a trail of rings floating outside it, which lets him hit a thing on it, and lets him go in while it's still closed. Pinball uh, baby? Yeah. Uh, this is the third stage of the game, or third stage of Sonic's story. Uh, Casino Night. Is it, yeah, Casinoopolis or Casino Night? Let I think me it's Casinoopolis, but there is a night-based pinball oh, game. Oh, yeah. 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 So, Casinoopolis has a slightly different goal. Uh, instead of uh, get to the end, it's you have to collect enough rings to deposit at the bank to uh, create a huge enough pile of rings that you can get up to, to the Emerald to collect it. I love that shakedown machine. Yeah. You, you can, yeah, you, like, in order to, like, get them, you, like, step on a button, and there's, like, big, like, claw hands come out and shake all the rings out of Sonic. <laughs> in order to collect the ring, uh, there's, uh, slot machines that if you hit them, there's rings come out, there's, and... Mainly, there's these two pinball minigames. One of them is more generally Sonic-themed. Uh, and the other is themed after Nights to Dream. Uh, one of Sega's major releases for the Sega Saturn. Uh, Nights to Dream 
It's a weird game, and so is the pinball game based on it. Uh, the easiest way is actually to fail one of a pinball minigames with zero ring, which dumps you in the trash. <laughs> uh, and it is much easier to collect rings in, like, this sort of trash sewer area than it is to just, like, grind out the pinball game. But, oh, there's... And also, when you climb out of the, uh, sewers, you end up in the shower room, where you can take... where Sonic can take a shower. Yeah! I love that they give you a shower option. It, like, turns on. They're just like, you're disgusting, like please, Tails Clea. is watching. To be fair, it's not like he wears anything other than his shoes all the time. It's normal. Uh... Which should be a concern, because he doesn't take his shoes off in the shower. Those shoes yeah. sop and wet. <laughs> <laughs> so, does he ever take off his shoes? He actually, I feel like we've talked about. He yeah, he he, so he got his yeah. shoes stolen <laughs> in the Sonic cartoon, and we got a big shot of. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Sonic cannot take Legally. his shoes off. Otherwise, it's illegal. Yeah. Morally, legally, uh, ethically. Sonic cannot take his shoes Punishable off. Punishable by the law. Uh, also, also in the game, Sonic doesn't have any toes. None of the characters have toes. <laughs> Why do you know that? <laughs> well, well, you can tell because Big the Cat, who wears sandals, doesn't have any toes. Uh. <laughs> yeah, they've just got big, they've all got big old blob. <laughs> Sonic, freshly showered and carrying plenty of rings, is able to get top of the uh, ring pile to grab the Chaos Emerald and finish the stage. And when Sonic finishes and leaves the ca casino, he gets sprayed with some kind of sleeping gas by Eggman. And Eggman steals the emerald he just got. Sonic and Tails wake up in the street the next morning, presumably completely ignored. Uh, and they realize, oh shit, Eggman stole an emerald, but only one of the two emeralds we have. And Tails explains, that's two to R1, and that's not good. That's, that's no good, good. Sonic. Yeah. Also, after this, it's around this point where gameplay resumes, where if you look up, uh, you can see Cream oh. the Rabbit fly by. Oh! Uh, yeah, there's like one or two Cream cameos in Adventure DX. Was Cream in um, CD also? No, Cream was first introduced in Sonic Advance 2, which... Came out, I think, in like 2003. Oh, you uh, were relatively saying in DX there was a cameo. N yeah. Not in it. Yeah. A little treat for later. Yeah. Cream. Yeah. Oh. Cream for later. They find another crystal key and go to another level in the Mystic Ruins. Uh, this time it's Ice Cap, which is the Ice Cap zone from Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Uh, they found that Angel Island has crashed into the Mystic Ruin. They 
Don't it doesn't matter. Angel Island. Angel Island's uh, not the Angel's Island. I don't know if we actually yeah. said that before. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. So, yeah, Ice Cap. It's divided into three sections. The first section is just Sonic climbing up a mountain. The second section is Sonic uh, just going through an ice cave. And the third section is Sonic uh, snowboarding. And it's to this point that I realized I forgot to list how every every uh, song in this game's soundtrack has like these like weird titles. Uh, uh, let me see. Doesn't the Mystic music or like that yeah. have like weird? Oh yeah, Mystic Ruins has like sort of like singing or chanting in the background. It's a little weird, especially with like all the inspiration from like South America. <laughs> yeah, it's game. a little weird. I would say that maybe they did exotify uh, ancient South and Central American culture a bit. A bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not great. Uh, this song that plays in the snowboarding game is really good. Uh, well, the, the name of the song, I mean. This song is good, but this song is called Be Cool, Be Wild, and Be Groovy for Ice Cap. <laughs> oh, also, yeah. Also, all of like the stage level themes have like a dot 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 for stage name. Oh, okay. Sick as hell. That's why it's like yeah, yeah. You get you have to Sonic has to outrun an avalanche, uh, and he like goes on. He can like do tricks on ramps, and uh, he can he can do tricks on ramps. Uh, at one point, a bunch of Eggman robots show up and start uh, lobbing explosives everywhere, uh, and at the end, it's a chaos several. I love this section because I feel like Sonic could easily outrun this, but he instead chooses the more radical option, which is just grab a snow. Uh, just. Yeah, it's his choice. Yeah. This one. This was definitely in the era of the extreme sports game. Sonic is able to escape with a Chaos Emerald, and. On his way out, he runs into none other. The Knuckles. And it's like immediately yeah. rude to him. His island is like crashed into the ground and destroyed and he's just like, yo, Knuckles, what the fuck is up? Yeah. Uh, like, Do you have a problem? Because Knuckles fucking attacked him. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> My house is destroyed. Yeah. His home is fucking landed. What he's do you like... mean? He's like, bro, do you see my house? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, they have a fight. It's not a particularly well, well-designed fight. It's also stupid <laughs> that it happens at all. <laughs> yeah. Knuckles you can just attack. So dumb. You can attack Knuckles <laughs> however you want. 
It's not a big threat. And whenever you hit Knuckles, he says, Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> he says Oh no. I wasn't fully paying attention to when that started, and oh, no. I thought I just like turned on like a meme video for a second. Because <laughs> I swear to God, I've heard. <laughs> yeah, this oh, no. is where that's from. It's oh, no. Oh, no. such a good clip. Oh no. <laughs> uh, and at the end, they do a big, cool attack, and they drop all the emeralds, and Eggman steals them. Yeah. Uh, Very good drive. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Eggman tricked Knuckles into fighting them. He did what he did in Sonic 3, which is supposed to be a different continuity, supposedly, but isn't. Uh, he tricked Eggman. But isn't because Sonic says you got tricked again, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, when did he get tricked before? But I realized we haven't covered Sonic 3 yet. Um, yeah. Uh, Eggman tricked Knuckles into fighting him. And now Eggman has four emeralds. Uh, he... I love how Eggman is just letting Sonic do his entire job for yeah, him. Yeah, and then just yeah, being that... like, mine now. <laughs> like, he fully showed up to Sonic when he found one, and it's just like, oh, I'm gonna steal the rest, you guys better go find them, like, quickly. And then just hangs out until they find more and just takes them. Yeah. Gotta say, Eggman has a pretty smart plan here. Yeah, Eggman is doing the big brain maneuvers this game. He uses the four emeralds to uh, create Chaos 4. Uh, and we get a boss fight. Yeah, uh, don't you... Um, Isn't this the boss battle where Sonic is in the water? Yeah, uh-huh. so this one is weird because like... <laughs> They're in a lake. Can we talk about like, that? You, you can't drown in the lake unless you really fuck up. Because for whatever reason, you just sink very, very slowly. You can uh, just stand there. Yeah. Uh, you can also stand on the lily pads without risk of sinking. But you can just like get up and jump and it's fine. I was like, so uh, much for Sonic being unable to swim yeah what he does is he I, just kicks his feet really fast so it looks like he's floating but really <laughs> he's just like pushing the water away i think chaos turned this lake into goo oh so he's I, just standing in chaos goo i mean that's that's the only he's not in great jello. either but <laughs> he's in jello but like yeah. i didn't get that at all so i just was like oh I guess Sonic can swim now. Yeah, it's weird. You know, We're just is, in this game. This is a different continuity. In this world, Sonic can't swim, but he just, like, floats and drowns very slowly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's, like, less dense than normal. Yeah, there are other underwater sections of this game where you can drown, but they're very few and far apart. Uh, very strange. So I guess it does have to Right. Or they just didn't think I, about it and don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm thinking they don't Maybe. give a fuck. It's just as possible. Yeah. With Sega. I um, think they were like, let's just have a water boss fight. And we're like, don't worry, Sonic can slowly float now. Yeah. Uh, Worst enemy, water. Yeah. So, the gist of this Chaos 4 fight is 
chaos attacks. Uh, they're like this sort of shark thing, almost. Uh, they swim through the water. You attack when its head comes out of the water. Yeah. Because uh, before it was like a man, man shape. I mean, not really. It was yeah. definitely alien shape. It was yeah. It was very anthropomorphic. Two arms, two legs, so on. Uh, two arms, two yeah. legs, one goo heart. Uh, one goo brain that you can see. <laughs> He's not so different than us yeah. anyway. Chaos Chaos has a visible Chaos brain. Chaos isn't so different than uh, us after all. Yeah. Uh, so. Sonic eventually beats Chaos 4. And this cool pre-rendered cinematic where a huge airship shows up, happens. And then it gets rendered in real time and looks a lot worse. Air- Eggman <laughs> shows up in, like, a fucking Zeppelin, and he's just like, I've been following you guys with this the whole time, and you never noticed, by the way. Yeah. This is Eggman's floating masterpiece, the Egg Carrier. Uh, and he beams himself up with Chaos and all the Emeralds. Uh, uh, and Sonic and Tails decide we're gonna chase after Eggman. Uh, Knuckles fucks off to do his own thing that we'll explain eventually. Uh, also, whenever, like, a playable character shows up for the first time, you unlock their mode, and when you unlock that mode, it does say, now you can play with character name. So now you can play with Knuckles. Now you can play with uh, Yeah. You can play with Tails. Uh, so you have to you have to play through with Sonic first in order to get now. Uh not exactly. Like technically that is the best way to just get all of them. But also if you like decide, hey, I'm gonna stop playing Sonic Story for a bit and play like Tails or Knuckles then anytime you meet a character with them, they become that character becomes unlocked. Gotcha. Huh. Yeah. They uh Sonic and Tails decide they're gonna ride the tornado and get there. Uh uh The Tornado is you know, Sonic's playing from Sonic 2. Uh they there's a whole takeoff sequence inspired by Thunderbirds and also used in the OVA. Uh, and we get Sky Chase Act 1. It's a very basic on-rails shooter. Uh, pressing B fires weapon. Holding B. Le- holding B lets you lock on. And they fly to and around the egg carrier. But at the end, Eggman shoots a big laser and destroys one of the wings, sending the tornado crashing to the ground. And that's where we leave off for this part. Yeah, Sonic fucking dies. Yeah. Yep. It's the end because he's dead. Good yeah. game. I watched the rest <laughs> of the I watched the whole thing because I didn't realize that we were only doing the first part. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I... since you watched the little head, because so did I, 
does the bird that Amy gives Sonic in the next few minutes ever come become relevant again, or is that just a way to get like Amy in this game? Oh. Oh, that's that character is that's the that character is just like central to Amy's oh, story. Okay. Like she just runs up and is like, here's yeah. a bird, I'm gonna follow you now, and I'm just like, oh, okay. You got a question? Hell yeah. Uh yeah. If you want to send us a question, you can send it either on Twitter in response to one of our uh, posts or at at any time at your leisure on our Discord channel, which is accessible from the Twitter, which is at ShuffleSonic. Uh, let's read off our one Twitter question and we'll go with the Discord question. Our Twitter question comes in from for Murasame fan account at Cowley, who asks, Why do you think Sonic Team bundled a whole adventure video game with lore and interesting concepts like a god of destruction being made of water, of all things, with their funny fantasy pet simulator? Because it rules. Yeah. For fun. It's... Because the Chow's rule. Yeah, the water god is actually relevant to Chow lore. Uh, yeah, who's to say the Chows aren't also gods? I mean, just yeah. based on um, like Chow, it's like chaos without the S. Yeah, yeah, think about yeah, it just really something to make you think. Uh, I never talked about the Chow Garden, so I'll just quickly mention: there's a pet simulator in this game. Uh, they're Chow. You. <laughs> Whenever you uh, finish a level, or whenever you, like, defeat an enemy in a level, you get, like, little animals. You can feed them to the chow to give them stat boost. Uh, and you can give the chow different accessories. You can have them compete in races that, that result in little rewards. And it's the best part of the game. They rule. Yeah. They're adorable. Uh, I named mine Chongus. Uh, Good. Uh, is it? And can't you like make them like angels and devils looking? You can, but not in this game. Oh. Uh, ah. Yeah. That'll have to wait until Sonic Adventure Two. Gotcha. Uh, when? But yeah. Also, like Chow can like develop attachments to specific characters. I think. Uh, yeah, like, if you spend enough time with, like, the Chow as one character, they'll, like, they'll, like, get more attached to that character, and, like, one of the things that Chows have various activities that can sort of, like, they can do over the course of, like, their lifespan, and one of them is, like, drawing character pictures of, like, their favorite characters. Uh, that's so fucking cute. I- I love them. I like that I you can, chows. like, do as much or as little of the chow garden as you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, like, locking things behind the story. Yeah. It doesn't see. yeah, it's, like, not required, <laughs> but people still love to do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I will note that it is, it is, like, something of, like, a recurring feature in all of these games, which is, Adding something that gives replay value because yeah, 
you know, you can just, like, keep playing the stages over and over and get more animals to give to your chow. And also you can get uh, different things for different characters if they like them. Aren't they animal? Aren't yeah? Aren't they animals flickies? Yeah, they're flickies. Uh, the chow rubs up against them and gets their part. Oh, okay, it doesn't eat them. Yeah, I thought it ate them the way you said it. I was like, oh. Yeah, I no. think I phrased it wrong. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> it would be weird if Sonic just fed. You just walk up and give a chow something and it just unhinges its jaw like a snake. <laughs> Well, I was thinking yeah. just because, like, Sonic can befriend the Flickies and stuff and other things. I was like, that seems yeah. weird. <laughs> it's like, I brought you a friend, little guy, and it just unhinges its jaw. It just unhinges <laughs> its jaw and eats tail. <laughs> yeah. And then the Chow gets two tails. Aren't... Yeah. That'd be cute. <laughs> just, <laughs> like... I don't know. Fucked up, but cute. That's it for Twitter questions, so let's hop over to Discord in the Ask Zone. That real quick. Here we go. Uh, We've got a couple questions. Our first question comes in from James the Cat Girl, who asks, Did you play Sonic Adventure first, or Adventure 2? Yeah, like, as a reminder, Sonic Adventure 2 came to the GameCube before Sonic Adventure 1, so I imagine there's quite a few people that knew that you played. I've only played 2. I have not played any of 1 or XD or anything. I know about it because I watched Let's Players in the past, but even then I didn't watch all of it. Yeah. I Uh, actually... Oh, you first. Sorry, I don't think I've ever played any of these games, if I'm being very honest. I think I had Sonic 1 for the Sega, and then the one Sonic RPG that is as far from a Sonic game as possible. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. I've only played Uh, Sonic. I should say, like, (laughs) I have experience playing no other Sonic games. Yeah, I did play Adventure 1 first. I remember, like, getting into the games proper in the mid-2000s, so both were already out at the time uh, for the GameCube. Uh, I played them on my Wii. Our next question comes in from uh, Sidmon, a friend of the show Jasmine, who asks, How many Chaos Emerald Bones does your Chaos OC have in there? What are your Chao OCs? And how long do you spend time trying to enter the car tunnels? Oh. Uh. Um, so, our, I, I know Chow OCs are a thing. Are Chaos OCs a thing? Honestly, I don't think so. Like, Chaos is like a surprisingly underused character in fan works. Chaos seems uh. like kind of out of... It seems a little out of place, but, like, kind of in a cool way. But, like, yeah, because it seems, especially because you can see its brain and stuff, it seems almost like, I mean, it's not creepy to me, but it, it has, like, it's creepier than you'd expect from a Sonic game, I guess. And it's, like... It's definitely the most alien of the designs. Yeah! Because a lot of times it's, 
Like, it just feels like something weird. Yeah. It's like, things are cartoony in Sonic games if they're not, like, realistic. And this isn't really either. Like, it has some cartoony elements because its arms can get all long and stretchy and weird. But, like, yeah. it's kind of just its weird own thing. Like, I almost kind of, like, wish it was its own thing, almost. <laughs> like, no offense to Sonic, but... That's it is very different from the sort of rubber hose cartoon we get from Sonic yeah. and Friends. Um, uh, My child OC is I, Devil Horn, but I don't know. Uh, uh, I need to make it. You know, I should make a child OC. Um, yeah, you have more actual I, yeah, experience I, with them. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, I had a black child, which you can unlock in one of the adventure fields. Uh, and I gave them a cardboard box hat. Aww. I don't remember what uh-huh. I named them. Uh, I I have no idea what I remember. I have no memory of what I named them, but I like them a lot. I wonder if there's like a Piku for a child. I feel like that's yo a thing. I know. I know. <clears throat> there's like this fan made Chow Maker. I can't remember that what works. it's called. Yeah. I think it's called like oh chowisland.com. Uh chow-island.com. It lets you uh let's see. Oh yeah, it's like this whole thing dedicated to uh chow and uh see and the desire to see them again in a Sonic game. Uh Yeah, 3D Chow Viewer which lets you uh I believe it lets you make chow yeah, create and view Chow in 3D. I've got to link this in the show notes. I love this site. Uh, I am oh my on God, this site got... right now. <laughs> yeah. If I if got... I make an OC, I will post it in the Discord. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, now that I remember it, like, uh, in some recent issues of the IDW comics, they were focused on, like, Chow races, so... To, like, come up with some designs, Evan Stanley, like, popped open chow-island.com to, like, make a bunch of chow in it. Uh, to use, like, as models for the background characters. As for the car tunnels, I do remember spending a lot of time trying to enter those when I was, like, middle or high school, whenever I played those. Keith the Mouse says, Sonic Adventure DX was the first console game I ever owned. So shout out to that. For those familiar with the soundtrack, what is your favorite character theme? If you could pick a character from the Sonic roster to replace Big in his fishing levels, who would it be? Uh, first off, I think my personal favorite like character theme from Sonic Adventure 1 is Knuckles' theme, which we will get to eventually. I have something planned when it comes to lyrical character themes in these games. And I would say I wouldn't replace Big, but I would tweak his levels a little bit because I think I I respect Big the Cat and his fishing levels, but they are a little weird and janky. I think they could use some improvement. The main thing I want to do is make it more like Sega Pro Bass Fishing. Uh, another Sega fishing game from this time. 
I fucking love pro bass fishing. It's like the opposite of what you expect out of a fishing game. Like, generally speaking with fishing game, there's slow pace, sort of uh, almost like meditative. Me- they're meant to reflect like how the hobby feels and like the essential point of the hobby, which is just to sort of like relax a bit and just sit out by the water. Maybe. Uh, Sega Pro Bass Fishing is meant to capture the feel of getting a bite and having to reel a fish in. And it's the exact opposite of every fishing game I've ever played. And it's super fast-paced and energetic, and I love it so much. That or I would just make it go the opposite direction and just make it like, I don't know, like Animal Crossing or Stardew Valley, just more peaceful and meditative. Either one or the other, but no in between, which is what it is right now. Yeah. Or, yeah, something like Pretty Pretty. Like, yeah, Animal Crossing can be annoying, but it's, like, pretty fast, at least. Yeah. <laughs> or- <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think... I think they need to bring back fishing to Sonic the Hedgehog. I just don't think it should be exactly like big levels. Um, Flutterdark asks two questions. Uh, uh, if the goal is to get Chaos Emeralds, why don't they split up? Uh, Tails is a follower. Tails is, does not want to do it on, on their own. Tails is, Tails has a lot of self-doubt on, on his abilities. Which we will get to when we talk about Tails' story. And also, and I spoiler tag this because I don't know where you stop, and we didn't stop before this. How do normal humans play the Sonic-sized pinball? They would load giant, giant balls into the thing and then fire them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like cannon-sized balls. Exactly the size of one Sonic. Yeah, they have a metric for the size of Sonic, and then they do that. See, Trishura asks, How did the promotional artwork for Sonic Adventure make you feel when you first saw it? Uh, I... I guess Trishura, like, clears up, like, Did you ever, like, see any, like, art or anything the first time for, like, Sonic Adventure and, like, what it made you think? Like, I've provided, like, a specific example of, like, this promotional thing that sort of showed, like, Sonic's eyes and mouth and silhouette. First thing I ever saw was, like, this two-page spread in a video game magazine that made it feel way more, like, epic and adventurous and even, like, mysterious. And I was like, oh, this looks amazing. I have to play this someday. I needed to know what was going on with that. Uh, Andy asks, uh, what modern slash current games do you feel would make good use of the VMUs if the Dreamcast was happening now? Oh yeah, I haven't explained the VMU. So, the Dreamcast had a very different idea on how a memory card would work compared to other games at the time. Uh, what they did was the VMU, which 
was both the. It was like a handheld LCD console, or not, an LCD handheld that was also a memory card. And like, to give an example with Sonic Adventure, you put the, you put the VMU into your controller. By the way, they're inserted in the controller instead of the console. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Actually, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't the N64 kind of do something like that too? It had like uh, a weird thing like in the back that you could plug into the controller. Yeah, N64 had the rumble. That's probably uh, what it was. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I thought I was there was like something with memory too because Oh, there was a separate thing. I don't remember if it came in the controller or the console, but like there was an, a memory expansion pack that came with, like, Majora's Mask and Donkey Kong yes, 64. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I was thinking of. Because it doesn't come with the console because the console doesn't have any place for a memory card. Um, yeah. Because a lot of the games can just, like, hold the yeah. game. Right. Entirety. But, like, those games yeah. don't have it for some reason. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> I just, I'm much more familiar with... Uh, the N64 than I am with Sega. Yeah, so they like give an example of how the VMU would work. For like Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, you could like load a chow from your VMU and like take it out when you're done playing with the Dreamcast and sort of like do this like pet raising minigame like a Tamagotchi with it. And then, like, whenever you were done, you could just, like, put it back in the controller and the chow would be have, like, different stats going on. A game that I would want to see this VMU function. Uh, the only thing that's really immediately coming to mind is Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. I know they had something like that around when Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver came out. But, damn. Uh, also, I know, like, a lot of games would just, like, have certain animations that played when you put in the VM, when you had the VMU, like, save and load the game. That was cool. Oh, fuck! Yakuza! There'd have to be something with Yakuza. I don't know what, but something. <laughs> put a chow garden in Yakuza. God, put a chow garden in Yakuza. Yo, Kirio would go crazy for chow. Yeah. <clears throat> Majima Chao OC. Love that. Um, Alright. That wraps up our questions. So, let's roll for next week. That is an 8, which means we'll be uh, watching two episodes of Sonic X. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. I'll have to look up what which episodes they are, but I think we would be on episodes like either 5 and 6 or 7 and 8. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Sonic Sonic X just kind of Yeah. Yeah, it's 5 and 6. So, next time we'll be talking about those apps. Uh and with that, uh, 
let's plug. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. And you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. From there, you can find my Twitter. You can find the other podcasts I do, which are Pot of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, uh, and uh, Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. We've been playing more stew pot. And last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And today, uh, on the day of this recording, uh, this January 21st, 2021, happy birthday, Geese Howard. And I've posted an appropriate image to go with that. Uh, and, uh, Morg, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me, uh, on Chow Island. No, (laughs) (laughs) you can, you can find me at, uh, on Twitter at Haunting the Morg. That's Haunting the M-O-R-G. Uh, you can also find me on my other podcast, Departure Lounge, a plane theme, an airplane themed Hunter X Hunter podcast. where I go through the pot, the show for the first time with my two friends who've seen it before, and um, we, I, I haven't put out anything since the last time we recorded this, even though we have a big backlog. But eventually, you will hear me being very happy about the fucking Phantom Tree if those ever come out. <laughs> You'll get there. Eddie. I'll get there yeah. eventually. That's it. For me, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Grooving Ghastly, and you can also find me on another Hunter Hunter podcast called Gone Well Hunting, where we have just arrived um, also at the Phantom Troop, and if I ever get done editing this week's episode and then just do a mass up- upload because I have been lazy for the last few weeks, you'll get to hear about that. And that's it for me. We are all, we are all bad at uploading. Yeah, the theme song for Hunter Hunter says you can try if again, you- and I say, yeah, but maybe later. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I was like, ah. Uh. We have the first season. It's fine. It's all right. I'm normal. Uh, you can find us at at Shuffle Sonic on Twitter, and from there you can find our Discord. And by the time you hear this, we should be Hell a Noise yeah. Space podcast. Oh yeah. So you can go there at at noisespace.xyz, uh, Z because Matt's Canadian and I have to say Z. Uh, Damn. You can listen to all sorts of podcasts like uh, 
Elite Full Restore, a Pokemon podcast. Fear Baiting, a uh, horror movie podcast with Sarah. Uh, you all. Camaro Chir- Yeah? Oh, I was just going to say you could also find uh, Dan's podcast, Pot of Greed, on there. Yeah, Pot of Greed's on there. Uh, you can listen to Camaro Chir Radio, a Yakuza replay podcast. Uh, you can listen to Henry Kissinger as Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat, Just a Fact, a leftist politics podcast for the Terminally Online. They're all online. Yeah. You can listen to Nana Roy's Nightmare and Era, a creepypasta podcast. Uh, that one should be going up later this week of the recording. Uh, you can my podcast. Avatar The Last Airbender, and many, many others. Uh, Good. All, yeah. Uh, uh, as always, Sonic is real, he is strong, he is my friend. It's the only blue live that matters other than this chow I just made. The only one except for no, my child's not. The only <laughs> yeah, one except all, for Morg's child. A lot of yeah. Uh, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.